You are altogether wonderful, Jesus. I love you. I praise you. I worship you. I exalt you, God. There is no other like you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We love you tonight, God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. You are great, God. Well, I, uh, if anything else, you can't say we didn't get everybody warmed up for you. Uh, Brother Mark Vesuela, he is going to come to this pulpit. And um, if we're going to preach with the preacher, let's give him a hand right now. We are with you. We're behind you. Uh, strike while the iron is hot. Praise the Lord, everybody. Why don't we give a hand clap of praise to the Lord? Amen. He's good. And his mercy endureth forever. Hallelujah. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Come on, all your problems could be fixed here. Come on, chains could break in the, in the presence of the almighty God. Woo! I want you, Jesus. I need you, Jesus. Come on, somebody worship him real quick. I feel fire in this place. Woo, Jesus, consume me, God. Consume my worship. Consume my praise, mighty God. He's in the house, church, and I'm thankful for that because I can't do this on my own. Amen. I don't want to do it on my own, but I'm thankful to have this opportunity. Thank you to Pastor, Pastor and Sisterhood. I know you're watching. I love you guys. How many love their pastor? Amen. I'm thankful for them. I'm thankful for the opportunity, not just for myself, but, you know, for, for my peers and for the youth and for those around I'm very thankful for, for this opportunity. I was driving to church here today, and I begin to think, how crazy. Uh, who would have thought? You know, I was just a, a kid from Southern California, lost, broken, skateboarding, family dysfunction. And uh, nine years later, look, I would never have imagined being here tonight and preaching the infallible word of God. I'm thankful for that. And I'm not anybody, uh, you know, God... That spirit that resides in me has made me what I am today, and I'm thankful, and I want to push further. Is anybody else that wants to push further and become, become greater and become more for God? Amen. Well, I'm not going to take long. You guys know, 15, 20 minutes, but we're going to get into the Holy Ghost. Will anybody preach with me here today? I'm on this service. We'll go a whole lot smoother and better, and we'll leave here rejuvenated and, and on fire and renewed if, if everyone adds in something here today. Amen. If you could turn in your Bibles to 1 Chronicles 29 and verse 1. 1 Chronicles 29 and 1 and say amen when you're there. Amen. It's a little bit of a lengthy reading, but I really felt this in my spirit. I really felt God just give me a, a, just one word. And I searched out that word and I feel like this is what he gave me. Amen. In 1 Chronicles 29 and 1, it says, Furthermore, David the king said unto all the congregation, Solomon, my son, whom alone God hath chosen, is set, is yet young and tender, and the work is great. For the palace is not for man, but for the Lord God. In, number in verse 2, now I have prepared, somebody say prepared, with all my might for the house of my God, the gold and for things to be made of gold, and the silver, 
for things of silver and the brass for things of brass and iron for things of iron and wood of things of wood, onyx stones and stones to be set, glistering stones and, a, and of divers colors and all manner of precious stones and marble stones in abundance. Someone say David had stones. <laughs> the brother had stones. First Chronicles 29 and 3, still continuing. Moreover, because I have set my affection, my mind to the house of my God, I have of my own proper good of gold and of silver, which I have given to the house of my God over and above all that I have prepared. Somebody say prepared for the holy house. And jumping to verse 16, it says, O Lord, our God, all this store that we have prepared, someone say prepared, to build thee and house for thy holy name cometh of thine hand and all thine own. I also, I know also, my God, that thou triest the heart and hast pleasure in uprightness. As for me, in the uprightness of my heart, I have willingly offered all these things. And now have I seen with joy thy people, which are present here, to offer willingly unto thee. O Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and of Israel, our fathers, keep this forever in the imagination and the thoughts of the heart of thy people and prepare, someone say prepare, their heart unto thee and give unto Solomon my son, a, my son a perfect heart and keep thy commandments, keep thy commandments and thy testimonies and thy statutes and to do all these things and to build the palace for which I have made provision. And jumping backwards, First Chronicles 28 and 20, and I'll be done with this. And David said to Solomon, his son, be strong and of good courage and do it. Someone say Nike stole uh, the just do it. They took it from the Bible right there and do it. Fear not, nor be dismayed for the Lord God, even my God will be with thee. He will not fail thee nor forsake thee until thou hast finished all the work for the service of the house of the Lord. Amen. And by the help of the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, and by the help of the church, I want to just preach on this thought, the call to prepare, the call to prepare. You can set down your Bibles. Let's begin to pray, church, in one mind and one accord. God, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Jesus, for your infallible word here tonight, God. We thank you that you're preparing us, Jesus, for something greater, God. We thank you, Jesus, that we're not going to stay the same, Lord, but we want to be greater. We want to be mightier, God. We want to take new territory, God. We want to see that church building, God. We want to see, God, our vans filled. We want to see more families in our pews, God. Hallelujah, Jesus, move on every mind in this place. Move on every heart and imagination here today, God. Hallelujah, for we want your kingdom to dwell in us. And everybody said, in Jesus' name, amen. You could be seated here tonight. And I'm not going to take too long, but if you all preach with me, it will go that much smoother. Praise God. Prepare to make ready as to prepare the table for entertaining company, to provide, to procure as suitable, as to prepare arms, ammunitions, and provisions for troops, to prepare ships for defense, to set to establish the Lord hath prepared his throne in the heavens, Psalms 103 and 19 says, to appoint it shall be given to them who for whom it is prepared, Matthew 20 and 23, to guide and direct or establish First Chronicles 29, 18. We read that 
prepared to make all things ready, to put things in suitable order. Amen. We see in our text the plans and preparation King David has for the first stationary temple ever that God inhabits. Israel had gone 400 years with only a tent as God's dwelling place among them. David in his, in his own handwriting says that it, be, it must be exceeding magnificent of fame and glory in all the earth. We see that in 1 Chronicles 22 and 5. And David said, Solomon, my son, my son is young and tender in the house that is to be builded for the Lord must be exceeding magnifi mag magnificent. I can't even say the word. Magnificent. We'll just say that. Of fame and glory throughout all countries. I will therefore now make preparation for it. So David prepared abundant, abundantly for, before his death. God helped David in his battles, but appears that God thought it not best for a man of war to be the builder of his house, lest subdued nations feel bitter towards Israel's God. God's purpose was through his nation to win other nations to himself. The gold and silver and other materials uh, used in the building of the temple is variously estimated to equal in our money two to five billion dollars and, and no doubt the most costly in the resplendent building in the earth at that time. It's estimated that David gave roughly 20 billion to the construction of the temple. It was built after the general plan of the tent tabernacle, every part twice the size. In front of the temple was the brazen, of, the brazen altar of burnt offering, 30 feet in square and 15 feet high, thought to have stood on the rock where Abraham offered Isaac, now called the rock of the dome. The things of God must become greater and more magnified in our lives here today. Amen, somebody? We see this in the Bible. It goes from a tent to now a palace or something greater. Uh, God should not get smaller but greater in our lives. He shouldn't get less, he shouldn't get less praise but more praise in our life. Amen, somebody? Not, not less valuable but more valuable as we serve him. Hallelujah. Also, the land that the temple was built was purchased by David for the full cost. Somebody say the full cost. Said to be Ornan's threshing floor where David built an altar to obtain mercy from God to stop the plague of disease on Israel. Preparing an altar still gets God's attention today. Amen. We, does the church still believe in building a, an altar unto God, an altar of consecration? An altar of prayer, an altar of sacrifice. Amen, somebody. Come on. It's biblical. When it comes to revival, we must purchase it for the full price. We cannot expect revival and put it and put in half the work. We cannot come to church and be half prepared. Amen, somebody, but fully engaging his will with patience. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The temple was built, every part prepared at, the, at a distance from the site and put into place without sound of hammer or any tool. David mentioned the things that, that he had prepared and provided for the temple. The intention of this proclamation was to provoke or inspire others to good works and to buy in. Hebrews 10, 23, it says, let us hold fast to the profession or the calling of our faith without wavering for he is faithful that promised. 
Continuing, and it says, and let us consider one another to provoke, provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together, as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another. And so much more as you see the day approaching. What day? The day of the Lord. So we need to get together that much more. We need to encourage ourselves and each other that much more. We need to get with each other. Amen. Come on, somebody. So much more because the day of the Lord is at hand. Hallelujah. David uses the word palace, meaning the official residence of someone royal, sovereign, sovereign or exalted. A palace is always protected by the city around it and is usually the center with high walls and gates to protect it, protect what's inside. Castles, castle walls are not just there to keep things within but more often to keep things from outside getting in. Hallelujah. How many love their church enough to build some walls in their life? How many love this gospel enough to draw some lines in the sand? Amen. I love my family enough, and I, I'm going gonna, gonna to guard it with this gospel. I love it. I love my God, and I want to protect the spirit that resides in me, that I'm going to build some walls here today. Hallelujah. David has obeyed, served, fought, obtained, repented, renewed, failed, succeeded, conquered, and has been conquered. Every season David has been through, he had to fight for everything. He had to fight for his anointing, his direction, his peace and blessing, his family and his nation. He helped himself in low moments in 1 Samuel 30 and 6. It says, but David encouraged himself in his God. Amen, somebody. Does anybody encourage themselves from day to day? Because sometimes the Holy Ghost isn't there to give you, to give you motivation or to give you strength, but you got to encourage yourself in the Lord here today. Amen. Even though David was not allowed to build Jehovah God the beautiful edifice because of the blood that was on his hands, David didn't stop being David, meaning he didn't stop operating in his anointing. He didn't stop preparing his treasures that God blessed him with. First Chronicles 22 and 14, it says, with great pains, I have provided for the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Can I let the church know that it's going to hurt a little bit? When you're going to provide something for the church, it's not going to feel that good. It's not going to be convenient for you, but it's going to draw you into the church, and it's going to draw you into a family where this thing is going to be built for the, for the Lord, for the God that we serve here today. Amen? Does the church still believe, does the church still have tre treasures or things, or the things of God? Excuse me. Does the church still treasure the things of God? My tongue's getting twisted. Amen. Matthew 6 and 21, it says, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. David's heart was one that was, off, that was after God's own heart. We see that in Acts 13 and 22, it says, and when he had removed him, he raised up into, unto them David to be their king, to whom also he gave testimony and said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart which shall fulfill all my will. God is looking for men, women, and young people that are preparing a heart after him. David prepared his own self first. From, from there, everything else in his life also for the things of God. He didn't stop preparing for the next step. 
He didn't stop preparing his heart and mind. He didn't stop preparing his household. He didn't stop preparing his surroundings. He didn't start preparing for battle. He didn't stop preparing his city. He didn't stop preparing an altar. For David was a man of preparation. Amen. amen. Does anybody agree in the house? Can I get amen? amen. Praise God. Psalms 51 and 10 says, create in me a clean heart. Oh, God, and renew a right spirit within me. God is calling the individual, the family, and the church collectively to work for the preparation. It coupled with consistency here today. For it takes an unwavering love for God to help us prepare for the future God has for us. It takes the wisdom of our elders and the strength of our youth. Come on, on the day of Pentecost, all were in one place, in one mind, in one accord. They were unified. Their families were together. The youth that has got to be together. The couples have got to be together. We need a revival of unity in the church to come together and prepare for what God has next in store for the church. Hallelujah. Amen. We've heard the sayings, failing to prepare is preparing to fail. 1 Peter 3.15 says, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. Let my thoughts give God glory and be prepared as a place he can dwell. Philippians 2, 5, it says, let this mind be in you, which, is, which was also in Christ Jesus. Let, let me be intentional about the things of God, intentional about preparing for, for his will and not my own. The word states, James 1, 21, wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted or the engraved word, which is able to save your souls. Hallelujah. James 1, it says, But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Proverbs 7 and 1 says, My son, keep my words, and lay up my commandments with thee. Keep my commandments and live, and my law as the apple of thine eye. Hallelujah. Bind them upon the, thy fingers. Write them upon the table of thine heart. The kingdom of God must first be built in our minds and hearts before it's established in the natural. Does anybody believe that here today? It's got to be in our own minds and our own hearts before we're going to see it in the pews. Hey, that's the word of God. I want, I want the word of God in me here today. Some things that are in us are not fully blessing his name. God wants every part of the body to bless his holy name. All members of the body are the... Amen. Every area of my life must bless his holy name. We see Psalms 103 and 1, it says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. Come on, somebody. My mind must bless his holy name. My heart must bless his holy name. My attitude must bless his holy name. My actions, my words, my finances, my household must bless his holy name. Amen. Spiritually, physically, mentally, and emotionally, I want to bless God's name. God's commandment states, Matthew 22 and 36, Master, which is the great commandment in the law. Hallelujah. Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. Hallelujah. This is the first and great commandment. 
an unknown commentary that I found said this, Thou will prepare their heart by kindling holy desires, by thy Holy Spirit, strengthening their faith, collecting their thoughts, and raising their affections to the things above, that they may so pray as that thou wilt hear, that they may be made fit to receive the mercies that they desire in due season. Hallelujah. A man of preparation prays these prayers. Psalms 139 and 23. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. Psalms 51 and 10 says, Create or forge in me a clean heart, O God, and renew or rejuvenate a right spirit within me. Ecclesiastes 1 and 12, it says, I, the preacher, was king over Israel and Jerusalem. I gave my heart to seek and to search out by wisdom concerning all things that are done under heaven. This sore travail hath God given to the sons of man to be exercised therewith. This is not an easy task, church, but it's much needed for growth. Let the word of God cut out things that cannot dwell in his house. Hallelujah, that he cannot bless. David, why are you building an altar here? Why are you preparing so much? Because I'm preparing something that God can consume and bless. Hallelujah. Hebrews 4 and 12, it says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. John the Baptist submitted to the call of, to prepare. John preaches a baptism of repentance, paving the way and directing people to Jesus. John's ministry is preparatory for the coming of Jesus. Matthew 3 and 1, it says, In those days came John the Baptist preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he that was spoken by the prophet Isaiah, saying the voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Hallelujah. In Proverbs 16, 25, it says, There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Romans 7 and 18, For I know that in me, that is my flesh, dwelleth no good thing, for to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good I find not. Hallelujah, church. I just want to let, I just want to let the church know that we never rise to the occasion in battles or trials unless God helps us, but we will always fall to the level of our training or the level of our prayers or what we've been preparing for. What, what am I prepared for? God will not bless unless we prepare for the blessing. Revelations 19 and 7 it says, let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him for the marriage of the Lamb is come and his wife had made herself ready. And to her was granted that she, that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white, for the fine linen is the righteousness of saints. What tools and what weapons am I using in my daily life? I can hear my father's voice as I remember him teaching me how to work hard. He would always tell me, these are tools and not toys. And I'm sure many of you are told the same thing, Brother Troy is laughing. But he would always tell me, these are not tools, Mark. These are toys. And let me show you how to use them. What tools are we embodying? Not just carrying, but utilizing. Am I using them correctly in my life? We see proven weapons or tools 
In Ephesians 6 and 10, it says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and and in his might. Put on the whole armor of God, not half, not a quarter, not just the helmet, not just the shoes, but put on all the armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the vials of the devil. There's a reason to use these tools. Hallelujah. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness in, high, in, in this world, and against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all, to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about you with truth, and having the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Hallelujah. I want to pray, but I want to pray in the Spirit more. Hallelujah. Anybody believe in praying in the Spirit? Hallelujah. You know what the prayer room is called? That's the preparation room. Hallelujah. You know what it's called when I go home and I read my Bible? I'm preparing a place that God can bless. I'm preparing my mind for the word of God. I'm preparing when Pastor Hood begins to preach and and he begins to cast that seed into my life. I want to water and I want to be ready. I want that soil in my heart to be ready for the word of God. Hallelujah. And continuing in Ephesians, it says, and for me, that utterance may be given unto me. Hallelujah, I need the utterance because I'd be tripping over my words. That I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in bonds. That therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Hallelujah, how many want to speak boldly at your work, in your family? Hallelujah, when you're up here, I want to speak boldly. I want to have the power of God in my life. And that only comes when you prepare your heart and you prepare your mind and you do it at home and you do it in the church. Amen, somebody? Hallelujah. Psalms 10 and 17, it says, Lord, thou hast heard the desires of the humble. Thou wilt prepare their heart. Thou wilt cause thine ear to hear. 1 Peter 1 and 13, it says, Wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind. Be sober and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you in the revelation of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. There must be weapons amongst the people of God. Does anybody believe in that? Hallelujah. In the Bible, we see Israel was caught without a blacksmith. Therefore, they were, there were no weapons. Therefore, there were, they were unprepared for any battle. Hallelujah. In the Bible, read your Bible. It says they were sharpening like spoons and forks. And axes, they weren't ready for what was coming. I want to be found ready. Amen. I want to be found ready for what's to happen. A lot of people say, well, I can't see it happening. Well, have some faith. Pray and let God touch your mind. Let God touch your heart and read his word because it's going to encourage you. Amen. My God, maybe this is just too basic, too basic for the church. The enemy of our souls wants us to be stagnant and not prepared. 2 Corinthians 10 and 4, it says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Is the church utilizing the weapons that it's been given? Hallelujah. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God. And bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Hallelujah. I'm preparing and I'm making ready 
for the battle. In Nehemiah, we see in 4, 7, 17, it says, they, they which build it on the wall, and they that bear burdens, and those that laded, every one of them, with his hands wrought in the work, and with the other hand held a weapon. For the builders, and every one had his sword girded by his side, and so did they build. And he that sounded the trumpet was by me. You know what this is telling me? That these guys were ready for whatever was going to happen in their lives. They were building the church, and they were preparing for battle. Come on, the church needs to be ready for what's coming next. You want to see revival in this church? Get ready. You want to see revival in your family? Prepare yourself. You want to see something happen? You want to be ready for battles that come your way? Come on, you need to have your sword on your side. You need to have the breastplate of righteousness. You need to have your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Come on, somebody. Come on, why don't we clap our hands real quick? The children of Israel were always the underdogs in battles. Their equipment wasn't the best. They were not the strongest. They were not the smartest. They were not the fastest. They were not the greatest or vast army. While other armies had horses and chariots, David and his army didn't. But David had a God that did. God wanted them to trust in him and not trust in beasts or in, in, in his own abilities. That's why the psalmist said in Psalms 20 and 7, it says, Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the Lord our God, the name of the Lord our God. Amen. Does somebody have more faith in God here tonight than man or in beast? Come on, I trust in God. Because if, 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 I'm, if, I'm if God is for me, then who can be against us? Hallelujah. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And do not lean unto your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. Hallelujah. The Bible says that David served his generation. What a testimony. At the end of his life, he served his own generation. I want to serve my own generation. I want to be that guy. It was, and he was the bloodline of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. My God, I, I want to be a blessing to somebody else. Because of what I did in my life. Amen, somebody. Hallelujah. I want to bring somebody. I want to bring God to somebody else. I want somebody to see the fruit or the benefits that God has for them. Hallelujah. And I'm, I'm almost done here. Musicians, you could come. In Hebrews 11 and 7, it says, By faith, Noah, being warned of God of things not seen, as yet moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house by the which he condemned the world and became an heir of righteousness, which is by faith. Noah responds to God's warning by preparing an ark to the saving of himself and his family. The grace that Noah finds in God's eyes had to be coupled by action. Noah was not saved by grace alone. Noah, along with his family, responds to God's grace by building and preparing an ark. Like Noah, we have to have action. We have to take action and prepare if we want to be saved, if we want to see revival, if we want miracles in our lives, if we want to have favor and blessing in the God that we serve. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can the church stand here tonight? I'm pretty much finished here. But I wonder if the church can begin, begin to prepare themselves for, for what's to come.
Hallelujah. I know a lot of people might say different things or might, might you know, bring us down in their words at our work or in our lives. But I know that there's a God that's working in the midst. I know that there's a God working on hearts that's working on minds here today. And I wonder if we could be receptive to the, to the voice of God here tonight. Come on, I want to prepare no matter what, what this future holds. Come on, I, I used to have a little bit of anxiety when, when Pastor Bucks and Sister Aisha left. I didn't think that there was really much that was going to happen. I'm just going to be honest with you. But you know what God began to tell me? Just prepare your heart and watch what I'll do. Just prepare your mind and watch what I'll do. Come on, because revival doesn't come by just ma one man. But it comes by the, ch the church that God loves so dearly and so much. But we have to get in alignment with God. We, gotta, we have to build something that's greater than our own selves. We have to get our mind right with him and our heart right with him if we want to see the blessings of God. Come on, church. How many people want to re-engage some things? Come on, I see that we've given. And I, I thank God for this church that has given. But it's more than just giving money. It's more than just, than just giving in material things. But I need to give more of myself here today. I need to give my mind to God every morning and every day. Come on, do people feel that in the house? Why don't you lift up your hands and begin to worship him? Jesus, I want every good and perfect thing from you, God. Hallelujah, I want to be made ready here tonight, God. I want to be ready, God, because I don't know the day or the hour that you can return, God. I don't know what's going to happen in tomorrow, God, but let me prepare today for my tomorrow, God. Hallelujah, let me be in alignment with you here today, Jesus. Come on, church, begin to lift up your voice. Begin to lift up your voice. Begin to prepare that heart. Begin to prepare that mind here today. Jesus, I want more of you, God. I want more of you and less of me, Jesus. Wash me, God. Oh, create in me, Jesus, a clean heart, God. And renew within me a right spirit, Jesus. Hallelujah. If you feel the call of God to prepare, why don't you come to this altar? Hallelujah. Why don't you begin to lift up your hands? I wonder if there's some elders that could pray for some of our young people. I wonder if there's some couples that could pray with other couples in this house. Come on, there needs to be a spirit of unity in this house. This is not just another Wednesday night. And I know I may have stuttered over my words, but I'm declaring the things of God here today. I want the things of God here today. Hallelujah, Jesus, you're able to do exceedingly and abundantly, God. You're able, Jesus, to change something that I can't see, God. You're able, God, to fill every pew in this house, God. But let me prepare myself, God. Let me prepare my house, God. Let me prepare my family, Jesus. Let me prepare my mind, God. Let me prepare my spirit, God, that you can consume me, Jesus. Oh, come on, somebody lock hands with somebody else. Hallelujah. Begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody begin to speak in tongues. Hallelujah. I want to push for more of you, God. I want to push for more of your spirit, God. Hallelujah. That's it, church. Begin to worship him. Come on, somebody. 
Grab your sister's hand. Grab your brother's hand. Come on, some of our elders. I, I, I would hope that you could pray for some of our youth here today. Come on, it's going to take a, a, uni, a unification of, of younger and the elders to, to bring this thing together. Oh, Jesus, unify us, God. Unify your people, God. Let your spirit guide us here today, God. Let your spirit lead us here today, God. Come on, the Holy Ghost is here, church. The Holy Ghost is in this place. Come on, be receptive, be open to the things of God. Jesus, I need you, God. I need more of you, Jesus. I need more of you, God, and less of me, Jesus.
Hallelujah. The presence of the Lord is in this place. Can we pray one more time, church? 
Come on, there's still a lot of people praying in this house. Begin to lift up your voice. Begin to lift up your heart to the to our God here tonight, that he may work on it, that he might fix it, that he might change it. Hallelujah, I want my affections, I want my mind to be geared towards him. Oh, somebody lift up your voice here tonight. Jesus, I need more of you and less of me, God. I want your spirit, God. I want your goodness to be established in my mind, God. I want you to consume me, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Somebody love him. Somebody worship him. Oh, mighty God, we praise you, Jesus. We exalt your name here tonight, God. We bless your name here tonight, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 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 How many feel that here tonight? Does anybody feel the call to prepare? Hallelujah. I just want to be, I want the church to be ready, and I want my heart to be ready for what God has in store for us. Hallelujah. If we could all stand real quick, and I just feel like praying one, one more time. And I wonder if we, I could get 100% involvement here right now. Everybody standing, everybody lift up, lifting up your hands. And why don't we ask God to prepare our hearts right now? Why don't we ask God to prepare our minds and prepare our families and prepare us when we're at our jobs and prepare us when we're at, when we're just on the streets and we're walking and we see other people. God, I want to be prepared, Jesus, to witness to somebody, God. I want to be prepared to teach a Bible study, God. I want to be prepared, Jesus, for whatever you have in store, God. Hallelujah. I might not see it right now, God, but I have faith that you're going to do something, Jesus. I have faith that you're going to bring the backslidden back, God. I have faith that you're going to bring loved ones back to the church, God. I have faith, Jesus, that you're going to do a work in my heart, God, that I know not of, Jesus. Oh, prepare me, God. Prepare my spirit, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 I thank the church for, for making your way here tonight. I know there's not as many as Sundays, but I still believe in Wednesday nights. Amen. I still believe in being in the house of the Lord and being with the family and being with the church and being connected together. Amen. I wonder if we could go home and begin to pray those prayers of being prepared and have that spirit of unity and come to church ready. Can the church do that when Pastor or when Brother Claiborne preaches and when Pastor Hood comes back? Can we prepare ourselves for, for that revival? Can we prepare ourselves for what God has in store? Because we don't know what, what tomorrow holds. But man, I, I want to be encouraging here today. And I, I want to tell you guys that God has so much more for us. This is not, this is not the end. As a matter of fact, when we think it's our end, it's his beginning. Amen. Go in faith, love one another, shake hands, and keep, keep Pastor Hood in prayers, in, in your prayers as he flies back. Amen. I hope he doesn't miss his flight again because uh, he'll be calling me. No, I'm just kidding. Brother Claiborne will be here and preaching. But yeah, let's be, let's be prayerful for Brother Claiborne as he comes, and let's come prepared in Jesus' name.